Welcome to Brown AF, Brown, Ambitious, and Free. My name is Niha Winova, your host for the transformation of a lifetime. So the explosive success that you want is not only attainable, but it's much less stressful on you. I'm gonna give you the tips, tools, and get you into CEO thinking so that women and people of color just like you work smarter and get way ahead. This is legacy leadership and it's unlike anything you've been taught before. So tune in and listen up. Let's go. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Brown Ambitious and Free. We are already in the second month of the year, February. So we spent a good part of January clearing up, setting up, getting ready for a really, really big, positive year, setting up our system, setting up our goals holistically, thinking about how we lead ourselves as a leader, the 360 CEO concept, which I think is essential and really critical. And it's February. We are moving ahead in this year. And in February, you know, energy is in the air. Love is in the air for a lot of people thinking about relationships, their life. You know, you're going to see hearts and pink and red and chocolate and roses all over the place if you live in North America, if you live in the United States. And we are going to be talking about one of the most essential parts of a successful life, of a successful organization, and of successful leadership. And that's people. People make up the best parts of our lives, of our memories, of our experiences, of our world, and of our organizations. And so as really ambitious people, strategic people, as leaders, rising leaders, executive leaders, it is absolutely critical to ask yourself this question that I'm about to ask you right now. How do people experience you, especially as a leader? How do your peers experience you? The board of directors, stakeholders, your clients. How do people that report to you, your team, experience you? We're going to go deeper into this today and for the rest of the month. I really want you to think about we get caught up in the day-to-day, the demands, the pressures, the time constraints. Everybody needs something from us right now. And so do you. You need things from other people. And we don't realize as high performers, as high achievers, as people who have always strived and received straight A's, always going for the next best thing, holding ourselves to high standards, really accountable, how stressed we are, especially when we're used to this for the predominant part of our life. We are used to high stress and high pressure. It is our internal state of existence and the external norm. We live it. We're used to it. We create it and we contribute to it. When we are in the weeds, going from meeting to meeting every single day, putting out fires, tending to emergencies in the chaos, we get trapped in the day-to-day, the doing. We lose perspective. We lose wisdom and energy 
and we lose a high-level strategic vantage point. When we don't have time because we're spread thinly, running in lots of different directions, doing a lot of things, we actually don't have the bandwidth. We don't have the energy, the wherewithal to stop in those moments regularly and think about how others perceive us, how they experience us. And likely we don't stop and ask because we don't have the time. Number one, we're getting to the next thing and it's really uncomfortable to ask. It feels awkward. We're not used to it. It's often not embedded into our daily practice, how we are running our day, running our teams, running Monday through Friday. We don't make it a normal part of our life. So we have a major blind spot at all times. It's not covered. And our bosses and peers, they're so busy doing what they need to do, thinking about their own demands, getting things done, their accountabilities. They don't have time to give us quality feedback and input. If they do, it might be because they're miffed, they're agitated, they feel close to us. They feel like they can turn to us and tell us what they think they need to get off their chest. But that may not always be strategic. It may not always be as valuable and we may not even be receptive to hearing it. And so a lot of us are operating in highly reactive organizations. We are creating highly reactive teams and we are just used to that as our day-to-day. We don't open ourselves up to hear that we may be way too demanding, unrealistic. We might call that perfectionism and think it's a good thing. We might be too emotional or in other words, more emotional than we would rather be in a certain situation or too idealistic. We may be actually disrespectful when we don't intend it. We might be steamrolling over other people. I mean, we really need to pause and think about these things. And this month, we are going to focus on the people part of the business, the most essential part, because organizations at the heart is made up of humans and human psychology, our human brains, how we've evolved, the emotional patterns, reactions at the individual level, and then at the group and system level, that is all an organization is. And this includes you. People are coming together with different skills, experience, and expertise. And if they are lucky to be in a really well, proactive, thoughtful organization, they're coming together around a common mission, a common purpose. They know what it is. It's clear. It's palpable. And it's the energetic vibe of the organization. Ask yourself right now, is that what you're creating? Is that what you're creating at your organization, in your business, as a leader, in your home? Because it's critical. The better you understand this and the better you understand others, relate to them, listen to them, the more success you will create faster. The more intentional the outcomes become, the more tightly run your organization is, and the faster you will get the results you actually want. The better the culture will be, the more enjoyable. It all starts with you. 
It starts with the individual, the human, and then we 10x, then we can 50x, then we can go multiply it by 100x and grow, get bigger and bigger, more systematic, more successful by thinking of the human. We want to build a foundation that is stable and sturdy and scalable. And that foundation comes from your mind. It comes from your thinking, how you perceive external things, how that mixes with who you are internally, how you speak, the ideas you create, the energy that comes from you and becomes the DNA and imprinted into your work, your life's purpose, your company, your executive team. It all originates from you. So what is the level of that quality and how is it evolving? It is critical for you to be self-aware of the energy, the thoughts, the beliefs, the patterns, and the ideas that come out of you, your brain, your mouth, your words. What energy are you using to solve problems? in your day-to-day thinking, in your relationships, to create new ideas. When you bring people together, when you're bringing a team together, when you're hiring and expanding and growing and inputting into those people, investing in your people, what energy are you using? Is it a fried energy? Is it a chaotic energy? Is it a negative energy? Is it self-deprecating? Are you worried all the time? Is that the primary way that you are leading your day and leading others? Because they will feel that. And so we want to really consider what your leadership team looks like. And you want to be really cognizant. What are their values? What are yours? How you come together and get to a common decision, even if you don't see eye to eye. How do you support one another when they need you the most? Do you have time in your schedule to do that? How do you have each other's back? What is acceptable behavior in your organization? How will you handle it when a very difficult decision needs to be made? How will you communicate it and execute? How will you break ties in the organization so you take quality strides and action towards the goals that you set. We always want to make sure that we are investing in relationships, especially important relationships that we want to stay with our company, with our team, and make sure they're getting better over time. All of this is highly relationship dependent, people dependent, and often vastly overlooked when we are just outcomes-based when we are just looking at the results or metrics without looking at the system, without looking at the people, without looking at the input. Who you are when you're doing this is vital. How you process stress, how you lead, how you process information, approach and think about problems, how you deconstruct chaos and stress at the individual level, personally, and at work. It's all interrelated. So what you want to do 
is make your approach, your thinking, your energy, the foundation as strong as possible. You want to assess the gaps and fill them so that you show up stronger and better every day. And here's how you do that. Number one, gauge your general stress, particularly when things don't go your way. And evaluate that on a scale of one to 10. One being, didn't like how I behave at all. Don't like it. Super stressed. 10 being, it's really ideal. It's optimal. It's where I want it to be. And then ask yourself, why did you rate whatever number you gave it? And what is really at the root of that? What's causing that reaction in your life? What are your stress triggers? Number two, To follow along, go a little more deeper into that question. What really enrages you or drives you crazy, particularly as at work as a leader? And how often and when specifically does this happen? You want to get really granular about what might be happening externally that then creates an internal reaction and vice versa. Become really familiar with that. And number three, When was the last time you behaved in a way that you weren't proud of, that you felt like was an overreaction? Maybe later on, you were ashamed or even embarrassed. This can be something that happened at home or at work, but I really want you to break that situation down. What was it? Why did this really happen? Why did you react that way? This knowledge is key. It is the change maker. So make a note of this and really think about it. Be honest with yourself. Number four, ideally, how would you want to have shown up in that certain situation and in general? And how will you plan ahead to take care of yourself and make sure that that happens the next time a similar event, a similar circumstance, a similar behavior or situation arises? And number five, once you've given some thought to these questions, how do you think others would describe you when you're stressed out, when things aren't going your way, or when you want your way? In other words, to lighten it up a little bit, what jokes would they make about you when you're not there? Or what jokes are they making about you when you are there or in your personal life? What are people saying? Because oftentimes we think that we're somehow magically different in our professional world than we are in our personal world or roles. And that just isn't the case, actually. And when you have a deeper understanding for how you react, your current level of stress and how you behave when things don't go your way, how you react and how others perceive you, you exponentially increase your opportunity to change your behavior, to change your patterns and to therefore change the system because you create it. It's all in your control. You contribute to it. When you see the patterns and get to a place where you can be more proactive, more neutral, you can start to plan ahead, change your behavior, see what's happening in the moment and pause and then prevent it. Literally rewrite your system, rewrite your behaviors, rewrite your thinking 
and prevent it from happening again in the future. This is how you up-level your performance, your credibility, your reputation, and your steadfastness as a leader. This is how people learn to trust you, believe in you, have more confidence in you. When you show up with more calm and steadiness, you make higher quality decisions, and then you take higher quality action faster, and it compounds. You solve problems better, and you execute much, much better. You're able to be more resilient and agile in your life so that you go for bigger and better goals. You go after those markets. You go after those acquisitions, those partnerships, and you become more strategic in what you're doing every single day. You set yourself up and the system up for what it really takes, the inputs, the energy, the forethought, the thinking, the planning. That's all execution to make it a success. And this is why in this month, we will be talking about this relationships, your team, making them better, because it all starts with how people experience you as a leader. You will have awareness, make better choices. You will improve faster than ever before with this key technique. I really want to hear what is coming up for you, what your challenges are, and how this exercise goes for you. So DM me, send me a message, send us an email. What is your level of stress? Drop us a line, send us a DM. And then I want you to track what specifically triggers you and how do you respond? How would other people describe you? Notice where you want to make changes and then proactively make those changes by planning, preparing, and preventing as you move forward. And if you want one-on-one help with this for yourself, for your leadership team, if you want to become a much more self-aware leader so you can evolve, become a strategic expert at what you do and get better and better, faster and faster every single day, send me a message. Let's set up a time to talk. You can book a consultation with me, and we will talk about it specifically for you so that you have a plan, you'll have a partner, you'll have somebody that you can turn to every single week that will help you raise your self-awareness, understand your triggers, and rewrite how you're thinking, how you're responding, and become a much stronger executive leader, rising leader, one to watch, a true superstar. So if you want to create a better system, a better team, and improve the trajectory of your career by starting with yourself so that you can be resilient and flexible as you move into higher levels of corporate leadership, executive leadership, or as an entrepreneur in your career, make sure you reach out and we'll get that going. Until next week, think about these questions. Go out there, be brown, bold, ambitious, and free. Take higher quality action. Improve your system by starting with yourself. Focus on people and relationships. And I want to hear from you. 
and I will be back here to support you next week. See you then. Thank you for joining us and listening to our podcast. We invite everybody who believes in inclusive success to join the mission here at Brown, Ambitious, and Free. This is for you to be more of who you are and succeed with simple tools and unlearn things that don't support your success. Please subscribe and share this podcast with other supporters and ambitious change makers and visionaries who want to be a part of this important movement to change the face of leadership and wild success. Check out our website to learn all the different ways to connect with me and work with me. You can work with me as a private coaching client one-on-one by booking a consultation call at www.nehacoaching.com. That's N like Nancy, I India, H Harry, A Apple, coaching.com. I also work with leadership teams and organizations to supercharge the leadership and execution and build a culture of success. Send us a message and book a call. Finally, would you like me to speak at your organization or association? That's easy to do. Reach out to us and schedule a masterclass or workshop. Come back every week for important discussions that will revolutionize the way you think create and perform to get greater and greater success. I will show you how to use a proven methodology that takes out the guesswork and adds to your success. Join us here each week and spread the message. We will see you soon.